Tuesday, March 24th, 2020. Here with Hans Kermain in Floripa. Uh, it's about our seventh morning. Wow, seventh morning in Brazil. And maybe it's Hans' sixth, my seventh. We've finished with our morning rituals and just want to introduce this topic as we narrate the war that we and our brothers are fighting. What is a man? What is a man? Why don't you say something about that? To what you. Is a man? To you, yeah. What is a man? What makes a man a man? What makes a man a man? Yes. Uh, it's penetrative force. Okay. What else? Like what? What? Let's say you've got a, you've got an adult male, physically. What separates him from being, let's say, a boy or a man? Uh, leadership. Leadership. Penetrative force. So here's what, here's what I was just thinking the other day as I was writing some notes. Didn't leave me much time there to think about. It's in line with what you said. One who, still contribute to it as you think about it. One who boldly confronts reality and does what is necessary. And if you want to boil it down, right? So, like, um, it, he has courage. He faces reality, the problem at hand. That's one. He takes responsibility, so he he owns like I'm the one to solve it, do something about it. Two, he he does find a solution, a way forward, a vision. Um, and then he follows through, and he does what he says does what he says he's going to do and he sees it through. Um, I was thinking of this in terms of like a, a presentation or a webinar for guys that we could do. Can I speak to that? To me, as I see it, and maybe it's existential philosophical, when I see the boy becoming a man, it's where he grows from Active and being a leader, which means it's just taking as a boy, he's seeing this, you know, and taking care of whatever comes his way. And as a, when he becomes a man, it's like transformed into looking at it all and taking care of the whole thing, his people, the situation, whatever that is. So for me, the leadership is really key, and that's leadership is in the first. Step self leadership, taking responsibility for for your own world, and then uh, the second step is is leadership of your people. You just take responsibility that everyone is whatever is whatever. 
yeah, happy, fulfilled, thriving, connected. Can you hear me? So, I'll tie this question into what I really see is like the core conflict of human consciousness. That sounds kind of big, but I demonstrate this with the inner conflict diagram. And uh, the core is what? The core conflict of human consciousness. It's what I go into in the Awakening of the Wealth Warrior ebook. So, um, it arises like it really becomes a, a worse conflict when you have external authority overriding your values. You know, so when you, the conflict tends to be between that external authority and your, your own authority yourself. And then you internalize that conflict. And then later on in life, you tend to relate to um, those parts of yourself that are in conflict as something outside of you and then the one that's reacting to that. And uh, this, this divide drains our power. It leads to all kinds of um, disempowered narrations, positions, reflection, mm-hmm. vision, and and guidance. It, it leads to really crap guidance. It drains our honor, confidence. Um, Are you referring to the self-respect? Discrepancy between what someone thinks he wants to do and what someone thinks he's ought to do? Yes. And it's not that there's a conflict between those, but it's how he's been trained yes. to relate to the conflict. Yes. Like the fact that our values are in conflict or the two people are in conflict is no big deal. You just uh, resolve it. But the fact that um, we've been conditioned to relate to it in a certain way. So anyway, um, we find some compromise to make it comfortable to not pay attention any longer to our values, to just go back to sleep, in other words. And and how this relates to like what is a man is Are you it, saying that you feel uncomfortable realizing that there's a distance there between what I want to do and what I think I should do? You experience a conflict? Well, let's let me let me use a specific example. So let's say the value is health. Yes. And I could I give an example on a, on a presentation or fitness or whatever you say. And and as a wanting to take responsibility for that, like a man, like I want to get my health back, I want to get in shape, I want to be strong. So I'm going to start running every morning, right? 6.30 in the morning, I'm going to go for a run. The next morning comes, or a couple mornings in, you wake up, you don't want to get out of bed. You just don't feel like it. But you have this awareness that I said I would, I should, 
um, you're much more present to this feeling of like, I don't want to, I feel lazy, I feel tired, whatever. And that's a conflict because it's, it's almost like you're two people, the one that said you would do it and the one that doesn't feel like doing it. It's, that's stressful to be divided like that. And so to get to resolve that, what we tend to do, we tend to go... We tend to go along with the one that's more comfortable. In that case, go back to sleep. But it's not going to be comfortable if we don't resolve the issue of, I said I value my health and fitness and I'm going to do this. That's interesting to me. Why in that situation, if, if it's not on topic, why in that situation not getting up Stay in bed is more comfortable than 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 why is that more comfortable than not feeling the shame or the whatever realizing that you're not doing what you think you should be doing. Yeah, what's well, more physically comfortable? More right? physically comfortable, but. It's not going to be psychologically comfortable no. unless unless we solve that part of it and we have a way that we automatically do right. this. We rationalize it. Yes. We explain it. We justify it. Yes. What I call an, a narration. Okay. Right. It's essentially you're changing the story from I said I would do this and I'm pussing out or I'm not doing it. To I'm going to do it tomorrow. Or I stayed up too late last night. I feel tired. I'll start tomorrow. Or whatever it is. Right. Whatever it is. It basically... So that's the conflict. We choose one of the pat, one of the options and then we rationalize to make it okay. Now we're back in comfort zone. We don't have to face this dilemma anymore we can just kind of go back to sleep so for for a man right if man is like he he faces reality he takes responsibility he does what needs he finds a way to do what needs to be done he, he does it right this is a real conflict so i was excited that i kind of mapped because right now i'm moving back to working like just with men primarily so i'm liking this way of presenting the honor the inner conflict diagram mm -hmm. in this way it's very i hope you can follow me on this one it's very close to what you said how did you call it the basic the uh core conflict of human consciousness okay it's 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 almost to I've been thinking, this is my main, trying to understand my main question around humans. And it's very close to this. It's this. The same situation. Imagine that same guy, he gets up, right? And he gets the gratification of doing what he thinks he, or what he, what he said, set out to do. And that feels great. And he has a history of that. He has a history of that, and knowing that it feels well, he has proved time and time again, time and time again, yes. 
why then every morning or why is there still does it still does he still have to do it over and over again meaning there's a little he has to like get past the point because because it, even if he knows it's it's great and he has proof of it, his body will still say, ah. Is this hypothetical man you? No. Well, <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. No, yeah. It's everyone. Because I, I don't know that it's everyone. For example, I'll give another example. Going to the gym. Okay, maybe it's not everyone. Every time I went to the gym, I'll say cycling. Every time I go riding, it's great. I've never regretted riding my bike, you know? And still there are some times when I'm saying, ah, and I have to, like, get on that bike the first five seconds. That, to me, is baffling. That is, like, nature working against us. Because there is no reason I should be reserved about taking that bike. Sure there is. Sure. It's, uh, It's all a matter of, like, being awake. It's not enough to be able to remember that it feels good or to know that and remember that you said you would do it or all these things. It's in the moment, how present are you to how to your values, what's most important and how good it feels. Yes. Right. It's how you feel in the moment, how much, how integrated you are in the moment and the force of entropy, right? Like we can only be focused on so much at once. So if, if let's say the past several hours, whatever your focus or energy has been on and your movements and whatever, you're now comfortable doing something and getting up to go do exercise or whatever feels like a change, effort, whatever. You're just not awake to it in that moment. Okay. No, I, I'll, I don't, I'll, I'll tell you what's going on sometimes. You know? Like, even if I feel shitty, I feel shitty at that moment. And I know if I get on my bike, I will love it. I know also that I've been saying this, what I'm saying right now, every so many times. So I know, and I know I will feel good. That's what I'm saying. Knowing is not enough. Okay. My body is, so... Don't explain it to me because I have my own explanation. (laughs) I want to, I want to show to me how contradictory that is. Like, maybe it's not to you, but, but in how many ways that makes that seems to make no sense. That that everything in you, you mentally, you know it's going to be good. You think of going to the gym, you know it's going to be good. Physically, you your body knows it. You've had the proof time and time. You have the history. It's all there. You have the awareness. You see, I know when I go to the gym, it will feel good. Yes. Everything is there. And still, you have to, or I have to, bring myself to do it. Yes. And I'm thinking, and I, I'm like, that's for me the basic, like, that, that, I'm like, huh? How is that possible? Yes. And you... How for you it's it's not a contradiction there. Of course, no, of course. Of course, because knowing's not enough. This is a this is a big illusion. You know? 
No so. is not enough. No is not enough. What? No, the fact that you, let's say it's you. It's obviously not enough, but that doesn't explain it. Yes, so of course it does. Let's say that, well, let me finish my explanation, but let's say you read in a book yesterday that eating, you learned that eating meat is good for you. Is is better than for you physically than being vegan. Maybe this is not a good example. But let's say that you you know it would be better for you to become a businessman. It would be it, you'd be able to have more money. You'd be able to serve your people. All this, and you kind of think, yeah, I should do that. You know, I I want to do that. I'm going to do that. I know it's better for me. Um, I know I know it feels good to make money, right? But in any one particular moment, just because you had that insight and that desire yesterday, in any one particular moment, let's say you were just, your desire is all with a woman right now, and, and you think of business, it's like, it's just a, it's just this, this thing over there. You're not present to it. You're not feeling it in that moment. So... So, so, yeah, we and we act mostly on our feelings. Use my example because that's that's like becoming a businessman. That's so off, you know. I'm saying, like, that's far off. You could be doing other things, and you're not being a businessman all the time, you know. But like in the moment where you feel like complete shit, you're like, Ugh, you know, and you have all the time in the world, you know, and you know there's a solution. Going to the gym is. And, and you've done it, and you've proven that to yourself time and time and time again. And there's no other evidence. There's no evidence that it won't work, you know? So it's right there, and you know what to do. And it's conscious, and it's in your body, and you still have to bring yourself to do it. Yes. That's what I'm saying, huh? Yes. So you map that let, on. Let me see if what, I can, yeah, let me see. Because I have an explanation too, but yeah. I'm going to listen to it. Yes, okay, let's say... So you, let me try this angle. You you have your brain with all its neurons firing and whatever. At any one point in time, they're firing in such a way, and certain ones are, certain one, ones aren't. Your mind can make a connection to something that you learned yesterday or something that you want to do or a whole schema that you, like how you feel when you ride your bike and whatever. But in this moment, it's not configured like that. You might be able to make that connection and then pull it all together again. Then you feel like riding. But in any one moment, it's figuring in a different way, giving different feelings. And you're, you know, so you, just because you have this configuration that you could reconfigure that's familiar or that you could access like a, filing drawer or something just because it's in there doesn't mean that you're so awake to it that you feel like doing it okay that's that's an explanation and i'll and and i use i use awake because it's a great metaphor uh, okay i'm going to push back i in that moment that same moment i'm very awake to the fact that cycling or fit or going to the gym is going to help me I'm very awake to it. In fact, not going or nothing that like, uh, 
that feels like nothing. There is no connection there to that. I don't understand what my reasoning is. There's no reasoning, justification. Any, there's, there's complete emptiness in that moment, like sitting here, not feeling well. And there's complete aliveness to the fact, if aliveness or there's like, I can see how great it would be to go to the gym. Yes. I know yes. how great it would be to yes. the gym. I, and I'm still yes. thinking like, what is so, the state yes. that I have to get myself out of? Yes. So, like, I, you said you used awake in a way that I wouldn't use it. Okay. I would say if you don't feel like doing it, you're not awake. Uh-huh. So there's knowing, there's like being clear, and then there's being awake. Knowing is like it's somewhere in my brain. I could access it. I could. I have this knowledge, right? Being clear is like yeah, I can see it. I know it's good for me. It's but I don't feel like it. Being awake is, and this is why I talk about integration, because. You know, when you go to the gym and you start doing it, you, you become integrated. Everything around you, your memories of all the other times you've been to the gym, your focus, your, you're there, you're present, you're in it, you're in the, or you're in the cycling or, or whatever. And, it, and then the feelings are there. But when you're not... Into, and you can develop that integration just by sitting there. Like sometimes, um, I understand. We, we, I understand. And what's baffling to me is that to be awake is a constant practice. You have to fight for it, or you have to cultivate it, you have to practice it. That's what's shocking to me. Even though we know, like it's, because when you put it with aliveness, you know, that's just putting the problem that I presented in, in an earlier thing and maybe in a more like solvable thing. And I can see, you know, because that's baffling to me that awakeness, the way you define it, is a constant, like a fight or not a fight, but a practice. It's not. It is not default. It's not, and, and you can't stay there. Or you can, but you have to like be very, you have to work for it. That's shocking to me. Because you know the advantages. Because you know everything about it. This is the, this is the grand illusion that's, that's perpetrated from the time that you're a kid. It's like your parents told you, I told you not to do this. Or I told you it's not good for you. Or you should know this by now. Knowing just it's just not enough. It's just not enough, you know. And we're made to feel guilty if we don't do what we were told to do. You know to do it. You know what's going to happen if you don't do it. it it's just not enough. But staying there. I mean, we're we're animals. I know it's not enough. I, I it's clear, but that doesn't you know like because you're staying where you are in shit. You know, that's natural. I don't have to work for that. That comes very natural to me. So my explanation is 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 Newton. And it's an element in rest tries to stay in rest 
an element in motion tries to continue to be in motion. So if you were even a human being and you were in shit, your natural state, your natural, if nothing else happens, your natural thing is to continue to be in shit. And you have to, you have to like, something has to push that or something has to push you. And you have to bring yourself, create momentum. And that's, that's mind-boggling to me. <laughs> that's mind-boggling and beautiful also to see that in the end, we're just like objects. Yeah. If we're in shit, our natural way is to continue to be in shit. And you have to bring yourself out of it. You have to bring yourself to aliveness. Yeah. Well, this is like this is what I show with the inner conflict diagram is that you know because there's a there's pain to exerting effort and taking yes. responsibility and you know what if I what if I really confront fuck I've been shitting and shit for the last ten years and all I should have been complaining about is my own fault right so there's a fear of guilt I'll have to take that on. Then there's the fear of responsibility. Like, what if I do this and I fuck it up and I can't make it, right? Or what if I do it and I realize I should be doing even more? And then there's like the pain of effort. And then there's fear. What if, you know, so there's like, there's actually so much in change, in taking responsibility. There's all these obstacles of what could go wrong. and we, you know, when we lay in bed every morning, you know, we've had this idea that I want to take responsibility for my life and fitness. And then every day we're making an excuse and we don't do it. And we don't do it. And then we do it and we do it and then we don't do it and then we don't do it. That stress of having to like recommit ourselves and then deal with our failure and then and and we're dealing with this, you know, in the moment we say, uh, it's okay, I'll start tomorrow. So we're dealing with it. We're programming ourselves with narrations that make it okay to give up. Then these narrations over time, because it's too stressful going back and forth, will develop a position that makes it okay not to even try anymore. I'm not a morning person. Um, I'm not like one of those fitness guys obsessed with fitness, man. I'm here to enjoy life, right? You, you develop a position, beliefs that make it okay to stay where you are because the stress of trying to change again and again and again is too difficult. Also, your vision changes. Um, your reflection of who you are changes. You know, so... But we... Stress is painful, so we have to find a way to then be comfortable. And uh yeah, so to initiate lasting change, we've gotta we've gotta fight, right? Here's the war, right? We've gotta combat all the stuff that psychologically we put in place to make it comfortable to not be acting on our values, including perhaps oh fuck, I've surrounded myself with friends who also don't value fitness. It's more comfortable to be around them than it is to be around people really committed to fitness. Right? Situation. <laughs> but it's true. Right? 
No, it would be more comfortable in that regard for me not to be hanging out with you, how committed you are to your uh, your cycling, you know, whereas I've not been committed to my my fitness very much this past several years. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, I, I just to have like the tools to like, which is the most important, which is the tools to get out of it. You know, the explanation is informed by those tools. I think it's great. To me, it didn't, uh, to me, it doesn't explain the lacuna, which is, which is, is why inertia? Why inertia in the moments that we completely feel no sense, have proof that it's that we can get out of this, whatever. No, but you don't feel. You don't feel like doing it, or you do it. No, no, no. It's well, no. But that's a way you can, you can, you can try to convince me of that. But I know that. No, I'm, I'm confronting you to be rigorous with your speech because it's a big deal. It's, it's no, because I feel in that moment, say going to the fitness. You know, I feel like you I feel like what that it's going to be great to go to the fitness. I know it's going to be great. You know it. Yes. But what do you feel in the moment when you don't do it? When you don't feel like doing it, how much do you really feel yeah, like doing it? that's by definition now. That's just, if you don't go, it means you don't feel like it. It's by definition. No, but you're saying that you feel like doing it, but you're not doing it. Yes. Yeah. And I'm, uh, I'm questioning that. How much do you really feel like doing it in those moments when you're resisting it? 100%. You really feel like doing it? Well... I know, I sense, I experience, everything is saying, go to the gym. No, no, everything is saying. But I know where you're going. Okay. No, I, no, I can't but... argue with it. Because you're going to say, since you're not doing it, you're not really feeling it. And that's your point. No, no, no. Yeah, I no, no, no. But I'm asking you to really be rigorous with how much you're really feeling like doing it. You're saying, I, th I think what you're really saying is that you know it. You're clear on it. You can imagine it would feel really good. And you feel like you should do it. You feel you, you can sense it would be, you can imagine it would be great. But you don't feel actually like doing it or you would do it. Okay. And so. Then my question is, why do I not feel like doing it? I'm just trying to say it in your words now. Why do I not feel like doing it? Do I, why? This is the basic question to me. Why do I have to bring myself to feeling like doing it? That to me is mind-boggling. And, and the basic human tragedy in a way. Well, I agree that it's the basic tragedy or, or conflict of human consciousness, but... Um, why do I have to bring myself to feeling it? When everything is going in that direction, where does that come but, from? But everything's not going in that direction. You're placing a lot of, you're assuming that because you have knowledge that you should feel like doing something, 
which to me sounds equally as like, huh? Just because you have this knowledge, obviously, right, doesn't mean you feel like doing it. This is the this is the issue. And what I'm saying is, let's say for example that what I'm saying is is you you have to. It's not enough to have the, like the single connection to the knowledge or a few connections. You have to like reintegrate and that gives you your feelings. So just because you have us, you can access it in your brain, knowledge that it would be good for you, that it would feel good or whatever. Like you can't feel like doing everything all the time. You have to, you have to feel like something. You have to be connected to something. And so it's like you can't think of everything at the same time. You can't be focused on everything at the same time. So you're not going to feel like everything at the same time. I, I think that this, this kind of like, unspoken assumption that we have also gives us an easy way to judge ourselves and other people for not doing what we or they know that we should do. It's, um, to me, there's great liberty and power in realizing just the nature of how we are that you know like well yeah that's my realization like that we're objects in the end or natural objects you have to bring yourself to feel a certain way and that thinking is not enough having a history is not enough you know perception seeing the clear is not enough having a bazillion times proof is not enough. You know, seeing a vision is not enough. See, all of that, you know, it's not enough. Or so, it, it could be that it's not enough. So what it is, so there is something that you have to practice. You have to do. You have to bring yourself. You have to create momentum. You have to get yourself. You have to almost like do the actions, you know, do the actions. And then you will feel, you know, and the, like, like the knowing is not enough. Thinking is not enough. Conceptual clarity is not enough. Vision is not enough. It's, 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 it's incredible to me. Yeah, and uh, it's, uh, and then there's these. Okay, well, what should we do about it? Right. Like, what are the solutions? Right. What we do about it, and you see a lot of people. Well, in the, the what to do about it is to take the role of the external authority like their parent and maybe talk like their parent. Get off your ass and fucking get to the gym. We'll even talk second person to ourselves, right? Or we'll um, try to force ourselves to do what we don't want to do. And some of these strategies can just exacerbate this divide 
inside of us, right? And so, this was all my work was. This is all my work was all about this one problem, this one major thing, which I think is the biggest problem. And uh, so, the morning ritual is like, how can I just wake up into wanting to do it? It just happens. How can I design basically so I don't have to try to think about it? I don't have to try to make myself do it. Whatever it just it, it, it one it's attractive, two it just becomes automatic. And this is what I'm saying in a way. It never is, because otherwise you'd be getting up in the morning every day. It never is. It's not us. I mean, although, I mean, I can tell you there certainly have been times when it happened. You know, like, I remember when I was staying in Rachel's house on the cliffs above the ocean, you can hear the waves, the sea breeze, and you know, you, you know you're in this glorious place, and you know, like, oh, the sun's going to come up, and like, I want to go greet the sunset. And I got my allies here. I want to go with them. So yeah, like getting out of bed is like much more attractive than like staying asleep and missing out on this glorious morning. Right. And so that's kind of that's kind of my approach to this. Is what if we can create those and, and and like we just started with this, but what if it could somehow be even more fucking glorious or much Because I can fun. tell you now, I still have to bring myself to get up, you know? Clock goes out as four. My first thought is, I would like to sleep more. It's not, let's go! And I have to, boom, switch that. So, I'm eager to see that. You are forever. 45 years well, no, there's been times I got up very early, but it has never become the default state. Yes. So, you're dealing with neurology of 45 years minus however many days that you did do it, but you never had the neurology of just like, ah, it's shocking is that most people, I would say, have that neurology. Why is that? Why is it not like 50-50 that half of the people love to get up in the morning? I think we're also getting up to shitty lives. And I mean, to wake up is to realize, oh, I'm me and I'm in this life and I got this shit to do and I, I fucking get. Most people would rather go back to sleep and stay asleep, right? I like my explanation what it, that it is when you're asleep, your default natural state is to stay asleep because that's what that's the first law of, of nature. That's Newton's first law. Whatever your state you're in, it, it wants to continue that state. And something needs to happen to, 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 to change that. 
So I say yeah. That. When I was in when I was in this, uh, I, I, I want to continue. Sorry. So I say even the people who love to get up in the morning, they've developed a way to overcome their basic desire to continue to sleep, and they found a very practical way. But their basic desire, natural desire, is to continue to sleep. That's that's how I look at things. And that's what I hear also when you say you create allies, this, this. So that picture of getting up now becomes more powerful and more enjoyable than continuing to sleep. So you still have to override it. It's an, there's an, You override something that's natural there. So well, what happens when we wake up in the morning? It's not an alarm clock, right? Slowly over time, good birds, something that your children laughing, smell the coffee. At some point, after you all these things together, and you want to get up. I'm not saying all times, in all cases, all people. But, it could be like that, you know? Like, what if you went to bed so early and you, you know, what if, what if you knew you, you had a harem of naked girls at 6 a.m. Just... Well, I have, but I still have to bring myself to get up. <laughs> no, no, you don't have to, but they're in the other room. And they're going to be going off to work soon. So they're there, and they'll be awake and naked and playful for the next hour. And you don't have to get up. <laughs> In many cases, you probably get your ass up. <laughs> I wouldn't get my ass up. You get something else up. <laughs> but I, I mean. Waking up to like the jolting alarm, which is like a reminder that fuck, I, I said the other day when I was feeling differently that I'll get up today. You have a very pragmatic explanation and solution, and they're they're and uh, and what I'm trying to understand comes a step earlier is that that contradiction maybe it's not a contradiction. But that that there seems to be a natural state. There seems to be a natural state for no change. And if you want it, you have to do something, or something has to happen. And that's interesting to me. That change is not something that that is natural. You getting up is not something that's natural getting up is natural but if you want to make yourself get up at a certain time every day that's a different thing this is the this is the question of authority so mm -hmm. making your child do what you want them to do The child just wants to do what it wants to do, right? Because I, I think it is natural to wake up 
up, whatever, wake up, it's nice to wake up. No, something has happened, right? The sun has come up. It's true. Whatever. But, um... But I felt similarly this morning. Like, I didn't go to sleep until maybe it was past one in the morning. So when the alarm went off at 5.30, I was right in the middle of the deep drain. You know, I was nuts feeling everything up. And I also had plenty of narrations trying to make it okay to not get up. You know. And the foot was great excuse not to get up. I actually emailed you around. I saw it. Two in the morning. Or what's up to say, yeah, fuck it, get it back. But, uh. It's gonna lose the morning, man. You know, but a great morning ritual could be letting yourself wake up with the sun. Yeah. Sleeping in a room to where it's actually gonna receive the sunlight and the noises of the birds. I mean,. In my view, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Let yourself gradually wake up. Or, you know, like maybe waking up is you create something with your lover where she just starts kissing your body slowly. There's nothing you have to do, but but you but imagine anything's possible. You know, like design a morning ritual. It's like. Ooh, you know, I used to have a Japanese girlfriend, and uh, get up at five thirty, and the uh, <laughs> deal was if she woke me up, give me a blowjob, <laughs> then I got up after that. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> <laughs> Determined to, yeah, yeah, I'll get up, and then you go, oh. <laughs> hey! <laughs> but you, when you're sleeping, it's like, I mean, in the middle of this dream, I'm in another world. I'm, I'm, all my feelings are about this world that I'm in. And then, like, from outside of this world somewhere, there's this fucking annoying alarm that is jolting, and that's what I, I want to go about. back to this world that I was in. That's you want to stay there. Yeah, that's what I'm feeling. That's This other world doesn't feel real. It's long. It's like outside of me. But yeah, but that's the that's my that's my interesting question. Why do we want to stay in that world and not in the other? In that moment, that's the world we're in. That's yes, that's, and the, my only explanation is is that because that's the one we're in. Not because it's bad, not because, because, you know, the world are like, I feel like shit and like, and, and it's still, you want to stay That's there. the one we're completely connected to in that moment. It's like, imagine you're, you're watching a football game on the television, you're having a beer, 
oh man, it's a great fucking game. You're into it. You're thinking about who's gonna win. You're thinking about the players. Like you're you're not even really in this world of what's going on around you. You're in the game. You're integrated on the game. And let's say you're married, and your wife is like. Like, she's over there. Yes, you did say you would do it, so she's right in a way, but she's trying to make you do something else. It's like, you're in this world, and she's this fucking... Yep. You're in this world. And, and I think that's the way it often occurs when we're in some world, and there's a... Fuck, I said I would do that. There's... I should do this. You know, it's like some, it's a vague awareness that I said I would do it that's over there. And I'm not integrated to it, but I'm thinking that it's I. I'm here and I said this. It's, it's both. And there's the conflict. I'm saying that even if that world where you're in is shit and the other world is calling you because it's beautiful and gorgeous, you still have to bring yourself to do that. You still want to stay in that shit world. That's what's shocking to me. Because in your example... <laughs> that's what I'm saying. No, it, it depends on the call. You know, you could be all into that football game and a beautiful Brazilian girl walks by triggers a memory and a possibility she gives you a certain look and you go and chase after attention. Yeah, I'm sure that happens. I'm saying it depends on the call. Saying you don't have to Of course it depends on the call, but I'm saying you said you have to make yourself Yes, because I see that there's a very natural pull to stay where you are no matter what's calling you. No matter how shitty this is, there's still a natural pull to stay here. Yes, there's a pull, but there can be a stronger pull for another world that comes along, and you go with that, and you don't have to make yourself do it. For example, like you, your kid runs out into the street, the busy street. You are gonna fucking leave this world in a second and run chase after you. Okay, then I'll say it this way. If, if the value of this pool here being, there's a, it's completely irrational. That's what I'm saying. Because this world on a scale of zero to 10 could be zero in terms of enjoyability. And the pool of that could be five. And rationally, there's, there's, there's no way that would not that would not pull you out of it and it will still it will still you will still feel like i'm i, I want to get i'm it's shitty here and I, i'm stuck here and i still want to stay here that world has to be a lot better than this one before it has any pulling force it's not just even if it's a little bit better it's not going to pull you out there is something I, I think you're still in this i want to call it an illusion but this trap of what you're calling a pool. It's it's not that this world is better over there. It's the pull 
So only the pull has to be stronger. And if the pull is stronger, you'll go with it. If you become more integrated on that other whatever, you'll go with it. It's not that this world is better. Like you, I might, for let's say me with doing my eye stands, like I know conceptually and in my, I can recall it, how great I feel when I do when I do an eye stand. I can, I can know it. I can think about it right now. I can know it, but I'm not feeling it right now. But when I start doing the work, and I start fucking fuck feeling it, and then, then there's a difference. I think a lot of this is the words that we use to talk about what's going on in our body and our mind. That that is, it's, it's not specific enough, and it it confuses things. Like there's a difference between remembering right now how it feels to an eye stand which I'm just thinking about it. I don't feel it right now. And then there's like, I start doing the work and I'm, and I'm feeling, now I'm remembering it, but it's a completely different thing. Cause fuck, how could I not have been doing this for fucking 10 years? You know, it's like, uh, knowing or remembering or, uh, that it's better or whatever. Of course it's not enough. There's a, there's two completely different knowings there, two completely different rememberings there. And one is of, you know, this deep breeze of knowing, fucking vibrating your body, everything is there versus just having a knowing. And that's, that's why I create this, these other words about like being awake versus knowing. It's a spectrum there, and and it, it's huge. It can be huge. So. Yeah.